Guys, welcome to the podcast. Before we get started, as ever, remember that all the information you're about to hear is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any illnesses or diseases. Please make sure to consult your healthcare practitioner before implementing any of the things we may discuss in this podcast. Speaking of education, if you're an exercise professional, coach or anyone working within the realms of health and fitness, when you're done listening here, make sure to head on over and check out our education portal at www themusclementors.co.uk if you like us and truly care about the well-being of your clients about getting access to the best and most up-to-date information in the areas of exercise mechanics hypertrophy sleep improving your online coaching services and much much more then be sure to join up you'll gain access to endless hours of content focused around everything you need to become a truly elite coach and get your clients in the best physical shape possible this is all in the form of video lectures weekly live education sessions and study groups you also get early access to our podcast and access to any exclusive Q&A segments we do with our guests. The content never stops on the portal. It's not a one-off course. It's an ever-evolving learning platform designed to give you the best information possible in this area. Head on over to our website and become part of our epic community, full to the brim of other professionals who, like yourself, are focused on providing the best health and physique-related results for their clients. Join us and them and gain the resources, support and accountability you need to become the elite of the health and fitness industry. For now, though, grab yourself a pen and paper and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Muscle Mentors podcast. Uh, you just missed you just missed the the intro being absolutely butchered there by Luke, but we'll, yeah. we'll start smooth now. Um, this is guest interview number thirty, and I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a turning point in the podcast here, where we're going to bring a a slightly new dynamic to some of the episodes and bringing on some uh, people that are, have been in the business or around the business for a while. Um, the, the guy we have with us today is someone that I've coached for the last couple of years and it has been a, a pretty integral part of what we've done in terms of education for the last couple of years. And he has that as kind of the forefront of his thinking and how he portrays himself on social media, what he talks about, the kind of stuff he, he brings out in terms of his own content. So it is uh, with our pleasure, me and Luke can introduce Josh onto the podcast. How are you, mate? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. A bit starstruck, yeah? <laughs> in the, with the sweetest background that only yeah, the people cool. watching on yeah. uh, on YouTube will, uh, will be able to get. Is it a green screen? And then you've just... It's, it's honestly as a virtual background you can like if you move too quick you can just see the background a little bit oh, yeah, that's so it's just automatic these days does it like when tom does his twitch he has a green screen behind him right that's a green screen because there'll be no gaps where my hair is and stuff right and like you see when i do that you can see through oh, yeah. like, there'll, be no, there'll be none of that yeah i've always wondered how people get it so like clear cut behind the um, yeah, it's crisp. The, the virtual screen mm. you have to talk you have to talk to all the bodybuilders doing check-ins they're using the green screens at <laughs> <Yeah>. the moment yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think today, mate, we want to like the, the the name of the podcast was the story of one MR, and I think the best way we can intro that is kind of getting a, a little bit of an insight into your background and how you entered the industry, and then the evolution of of you as an individual, as a coach, as an athlete, and then how that's kind of born into the the brand itself and what that brand stands for. Yeah, of course. Um, started a while back now, almost almost a decade closing in on that I sort of entered what I would call the industry. Um, like I, I originally just kind of went to the gym for performance. Like I was I was a big rugby player, went specifically to Loughborough University to play rugby. I got injured like just before I went in. So I kept up the, the, the gym side because it was a knee injury. So I kept training upper body and things like that. Um, started learning about what progression was rather than just saying I want to bench three plates, learning how to get there. Mostly through YouTubers, mostly through, you know, people like Christian Guzman, Matt Ogus, the OGs of, of the uh, fitness industry. Um, and I just thought like, that, that's a lovely little lifestyle that isn't it? And I love the, the progression part. My injury didn't get better too quickly, but my progression in the gym was pretty good. I, I fell in love with that process and and I enjoyed that that daily challenge rather than with rugby or something. It was, you've got that game at the end of the week or, you know, if you're off season, it's, it's off. Whereas that daily challenge really excited me to beat myself every day. Um, and then just literally one day, a, a leaflet appeared in our gym and it was Mr. University, a proper ripoff. I think they actually got copyrighted for it in the end. <laughs> so they had to change the name. Um, but that, that was it, like pricked my ears up. I knew very, very vaguely what competing was. I didn't know what men's physique was fitness modeling i just knew arnold and 
that kind of competing. Um, but I loved it. Like I love, I love the idea of sculpting your physique. My my friends convinced me to go into it, and six weeks later of a diet, I came in a little bit lean, not shredded or anything. Um, I came second because no one else was lean, uh, and I looked good. Um, and I kind of just fell in love with that process, and that was like a snapshot process of 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 what bodybuilding could give me. Was that um, and that, it sort of spot? Was that physique? Gone. Was that physique based? Uh, I'd call that fitness modeling. I'd call Um, that fitness modeling. Yeah. So I wore like the classic trunks. You could throw your hands above your head. It was kind of like freestylish posing, but no, like there was a classic physique one as well. So you couldn't like throw a front double bicep. So it had to be somewhat modelly. So I say, yeah, yeah, it was one of them ones. Um, But like I fell in love with it and I documented that process like very vaguely. Like I throw pictures of myself up on my Instagram every now and again. And, you know, I, I saw that traction through, through Instagram and, you know, and then people started asking me, can you coach me? And, and, you know, that sort of side developed, show off a few people clients, it built, um, and in, into this thing that it is now, but along that way, along that process, like the one more rep was born, of course, uh, it, it probably started before I knew what bodybuilding was, you know, it started as a thing that my, me and my friends used to say to each other when we were having a shit time. Cause I, I had, a, I had an anxiety ridden university you know, whatever, like I, I had social anxiety. I really struggled to go to lectures. I really struggled to go out and struggle to meet people. So the times when I was really struggling, trying to get my work done, panicking about not knowing things and couldn't face going to go talk to a lecture for whatever reason inside, you know, my friends would say, it's just one more rep. That's all it is. It's the same as the gym. It's one more day. It's one more rep. Come on, you know, let's keep working to it. And that mindset just got instilled, instilled in me. And, and there was almost like a switch when, I said, right then, I'll live my life like this. This is one more rep every day. And every day is another day to get better. And every day is another step, a building block to improve. And that kind of just coined. And, you know, until I had an influence, I couldn't really coin it and do anything with it. But now I have an influence. I, I've coined it into this, into this business. And, and I think people resonate with, with, the, mef- with the message, I like to think. So I think it's cool about the story is how it shows, it's quite a good example of how, is evidence of how important establishing social proof is for in turn establishing like a a notable presence within the fitness industry i think you know it's the thing of like it was your success of getting shredded that kind of like oh yeah i want to learn from this guy and it's it kind of just drums home how important that is of how many people we have now kind of struggling because they forget that that's such an important thing you need whether it's results with yourself or your clients yeah yeah fascinating stuff exactly um, I think the, the whole the whole concept behind the I think the popularity of the of the cuffs and you know all the all the stuff that you're like the knee sleeves that you, you sent me, which are very nice by the way. Um I think it's the meaning behind the brand being more than just training that's the thing that buys people in as well, because it resonates with everyone. Like everyone that builds a business, everyone that's self-employed, everyone that competes, everyone that just does this as a hobby, the whole concept is it will resonate with everyone in their each individual way. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's sort of what I realized. I mean, I was, I think I was quite lucky that it came from not a bodybuilding place. The idea of a more rep, it came out of, you know, a sheer time, you know, let's get through it. Let's do this, you know, and that kind of made me realize this isn't just that, you know, you learn one more rep in bodybuilding. I learned that in bodybuilding. I learned there's always one more, Mm. but I can, now I've applied that to my life and, and, you know, like you said, it works in all aspects, business, you know, you know, even, even, on a relationship standpoint, you know, building on each other, building with each other is, is, is that mentality that you can apply to all. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of alluded to it there, but was there like a point, because obviously you've, you've, you're very much going down the route of making it like a clothing brand and a, you know, accessory, you know, training accessory um, orientated brand and stuff like that, you know, and well, like a brand within the fitness industry that covers everything on that front. The, the was there like a point because it was very organic what you just described which is cool and i think we can relate to that from how ours how ours kind of grew but the um was there a point where you you kind of clicked that you were like oh shit yeah i should definitely push it down that route or was it just kind of again just an organic thing of you because know, yeah. you know, was there like a passion for clothing that you were just like yeah i'll just have a crack or was it you yeah. know just, <laughs> yeah, how yeah. did that happen yeah now it, it fully started off uh like I knew what one of mine was before any clothing, any cuff, anything. I knew that I wanted this brand. And I said that out loud to people. I want this brand about one of my, I don't know what to sell. I don't know what to do, you know? So it, it quite innocently started at just some 
some merch. Like quite frankly, it just started off as you want to support this brand. Here's some nice hoodies, you know, like that was literally it. It wasn't, I want to be a designer. I want to make the best clothing. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, uh, I need my first step in this business and I need to work out where to go. Let's just try something. That's what I found in my life. If I don't know what I'm doing, try something. You're going to learn what you don't like at least. Right. So I started off with that. Um, just literally some basic hoodies. They obviously took off. They were, they were nice as well. Um, and then as I started building on things and as I started learning a lot more about bodybuilding, the specifics, the biomechanics, you know, the things that, that you guys have quite frankly taught me, you know, <laughs> I started realizing there was a big hole in the industry with cuffs specifically. Um, you know, it was a big, big hole in the industry to make them 10 times better and cheaper. So I just kind of went in and, and, and did that. And the more and more I get into it, the more links I have, the more business contacts I have, the more I realize that a lot of this stuff is massively overpriced and you can bring it at a better quality and actually cheaper and just take less profit. You know, it's not, it's, it's not really a big deal and you're doing a lot more people a favor and, you know, hopefully I can do it a lot better than everyone else eventually. Yeah. No, that, that is admirable. Very admirable. So since then, I just, I've found this sort of niche-ish sort of, you know, is, is, it, yes, it is, the, it is the mindset brand, it is the clothing, but there's also some kick-ass apparel that's going to come with it, you know? Mm. It's going to be some of the best out there. Mm. Yeah. The, I think the, uh, the, sorry, Luke. No, you go, yeah. Like we, I, I can say as well, like we've grown up with the, with the like exponential popularity growth of the YouTube and the social media platforms. And we've been around like Guzman creating athlete and we've been around yeah. Ben Francis creating Gymshark and that whole concept of like taking this small idea and then like blowing it up on a massive scale, but never really moving away from the ethics of what it started as. I think that's probably inspired a lot of people like Josh to actually think, you know, a small idea, but like, fuck it, I'm going to back myself and go for this now. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's what, and that's what I'm doing, you know, trying to infiltrate the uh, fitness industry. One more rep at a time. <laughs> yeah. Boom. The um because that's the I think that's what's cool about it is it's where it's you know, it's like people buying into to you and then but also this concept rather than like you know, because I mean um, was there a point where you were like, Oh, I could do a clothing brand and then call it like JB for like the Bridgman thing or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, you know, which would maybe be harder, but like having the concept of like this one more rep with this kind of philosophy of for life, I imagine makes yeah. that a, probably an easier process to scale and for people to buy into. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, I knew, like I said, I knew that I wanted to build one more rep into a brand like years and years and years ago before I even did online coaching. I just knew I had this, just this word, this saying, this this motivation, this mindset, and I just got to try and bring it to people. No, that's awesome what's the uh i don't know how much you want to give away but like what's the what's the vision moving forward it's like where where's this going what's the what's the vision in your mind now um like I, I want it to be a household name for sure um i think slowly but surely i think at our level and and the people that we know people people know you know they know about the cuffs and they know about the the things that are coming so i'd want it to be a household name um i definitely like to get into america a bit more it's quite a hard market to get into when you're situated over here um, I want to keep building on 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 the apparel that we've got. Keep improving. Like there's always things that I want to keep tweaking to make them the best that they possibly can be. And if I can come in in the apparel game with maybe a few new items, a few new ideas, I've got in the back pocket that I'm going to keep quiet for now. Um, I hope we can just keep building this into into an alpha into a gym shark. You know, there's no there's no reason why I couldn't go into other parts of the fitness industry. We already started to branch off into another aspect already, and just try and put the veins out like logistically like we we've had we've had dan luke who obviously helps us from business perspective tell us for about six months to start bringing up merchandise like logistically yeah. how did that work at the start uh, i was really really lucky uh, i was really lucky the guy that i used to work for a gym literally locally he he has like a side business of sourcing most things Right. Um, and it all just goes through him. So I use his warehouse. I use his shipping. I use his company. So all of it kind of goes through there. Um, oh, we, 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 we're going to contact this guy and just come out with one MM. Like everyone has these ideas, but like it's the, it's logistics behind how do you actually get that off the floor in the first place? Like the idea yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and like the things like the cuffs, like people, We'll just see the end cuff, 99 
oh cool that's a good price that i probably paid 600 pounds 700 pounds to make a cuff you know as in i've got to find it okay i want this they send it to me now i need this send it back and sending it to and from eight nine times and each time you've got to pay a sample fee plus you know the import fee plus the the transport like it takes a long time to build a product if you're going to do it right and similarly for clothing right it doesn't always fit you've got to it's always like a few months behind so it would take time but like once you've got the the swing of the things the logistics work out well yeah and like obviously if you figure there's a need for it like with the cuffs i mean there's already people trying to trying to do the same thing with the cuffs and yeah. stuff quite funny but the um but yeah i mean like the the thought that went into that one i know we we plugged it on our site because it was you know we we there was the aero sling which was good but obviously very expensive and kind and then it was like you know you came out and were like yeah it's just you know expand on the things that make that good and yeah it was you nailed that which yeah. um which is you know that's again like that's the, the the thought that went into it obviously is a um you know evidence as to why it was such a success because um, I mean, I would wager that a lot of people that are going to copy that, which we've already seen, hundred percent, won't have done the same. Yeah, they just be like, oh, I'll just get a cuff, whack my brand on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That. But you'll see that like they're they're the cardboard ones. They're flimsy. They'll yeah. they'll break. Um, yeah. yeah, we've actually got some new new ones coming soon. So oh, really, they're going to come a little bit tighter, and they, so we can get them on the wrist, and they're going to be a little bit thinner. Same material, so it's still soft. Yeah. Gonna come a little bit, little bit thinner on the wrist, so you can load a lot, a lot tighter on that wrist, rather than having to. I mean, to be fair, for your arms, it's probably all right. Like for my arms, it's normally all right on around my wrist. But it's nice for, for the smaller people that buy it. It's nice to have it tight, a little bit thinner. Also, when you're doing like a, when you're trying to stabilize a tricep extension, like you guys do sometimes with the cuffs, yeah. the thinner one looks a little, works a little bit better as well. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah. see how that goes. That's awesome. That's awesome. The um. No, the so what so in terms of, I mean, slight divergence, but the how's the uh, I mean, the prep going at the moment? Prep update, here we go. Yeah, let's say it'd be a good one for you and cows to talk about, but it would be, uh, I mean, I imagine it would be a lot of the same, yeah, in terms of how you're approaching it, kind of this whole one MR approach. But is the uh, how, how is it going? Like, yeah, I think it's been it's been pretty good. Um, like we started a lot leaner than last time. Like I'm still not even, I'm still two kilos heavier than when we started, which I still blows my mind when I think about that, Carl. What started kilos, this prep? So in 2019, when oh, I started sorry. my first assisted prep, I was 107 kilos or something. Yeah. I'm 109 this morning and I'm, I've got veins through my abs, through my legs. Like I'm lean, you know, I'm getting lean. So I'm thinking, wow, two kilos above and I'm not even, you know, once I compare those shots, then we'll know what we're working with. But it's been good. Like it's, it's clockwork it's hard but it's it's just a part of it like i love this type of you know you get in that flow state where mm. things just click all day every day like i'm very much in that in that in that moment in the moment um yeah. i think the biggest the biggest thing for me this time around relative to 2019 was there was a point in 2019 where we got like six or seven weeks into the dark where it's like fuck we have to pick up the pace here because i'm not mm. sure how your body's going to respond and that's when your cardio went through the roof and we dropped you pretty quick and you got peeled in like four or five weeks. Whereas mm. this time it's been like, everything's just been, just been gradual and the body's just ticked over nicely. Like there's not really been that abrupt, you know, little bit of a panic, like, right, let's up, up the ante a little bit here to get the response quicker. It's just been right. Five minutes cardio here, a little bit of food there, you know, mm. add in, add in a lipolytic here at a low dose and let that trickle in. And things have just been just coming off really easily, which is a good thing. Yeah yeah that, that that incremental approach has made it so seamless like i don't like other than feeling a little bit more tired and a little bit more hungry i don't feel any difference in in anything my mindset my 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 my, my training's still pretty good i get a few sessions it's hard but everything else has been been spot on really eight weeks in so and how many to go 12 11 and a half so yeah what's the what's the aim in terms of what's the hope of like what your weight will be by the time we're on stage. Uh, like what was last okay. time? Last time was. La so last time I was 86 for the first one in Italy. And then we reversed for about six weeks nicely. And I got my food up pretty high and I ended up at 88, but still shredded glutes, still just as lean. So I say 88. So, I mean, I'm 109 now and, and I lost, so I lost 20 kilos that time. So I take 20 kilos off 116. It should be 96. 
I feel like I'm leaner, so it might be 97, but it's probably going to be a little bit less because it's always a little bit less, especially when you're quite depleted. Mm. When you get depleted down, um, I might be a little bit less, but I'm honestly not worried. Like I'm, I'm actually at peace with what that stage rate is. I was, was worrying a little bit at the start. Is it going to be much higher than last time? If it's 93, I'm going to be pissed off Like in my head. I'm thinking, I just like how I look. So that's the most thing that I'm content with at the moment is I like yes, the look. Yeah. I mean, you I were fucking that close last time. So with the added and, uh, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's it's looking good. So I mean, logically, logically, but you, you never know, right? You never know who's going to turn up. You never know oh, someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's we just play the game that we can play. Yeah, but it's um no, I'm excited to see it because there was some some shots from the last prep right, on stage, I and mean, it's the back shot particularly. Where I was just like, we've well, nailed that. So I'm. Um, There's going to be eight kilos of meat on that this year. That's why I'm yeah. excited to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be. Yeah. Good. So what's the, I mean, we've got the vision with the, um, it's probably what obvious what the vision is from the competing side, but the, you know, the, the, the one MR mindset is obviously like this driving force and kind of how you'll approach it, but the ultimate vision for the competing side, is that something you want to take as far as possible? Or is there more kind of, of your focus shifting to the, I mean, well, probably not at the moment, but can you, can you foresee it maybe going more towards the business side of things and, you know, yeah. once you've had some, you know, accomplished what you need to accomplish on the physique side, or is that going to be yeah. something you're like, I'm going to take this fucking all the way? And <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, if I take that that question face value right now in the moment, like I feel like I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Uh, like I, the competing for me has always come first. Like I'll lose my bank account before I lose a competition or miss a meal or anything. Right, that just comes first. And until that feeling goes, there's no need for me to kind of worry about it don't get me wrong i still focus on everything else and i'm hoping i can be in that amazing position in five years time and uh, you know i've hammered it and i've done what i need to do and i've achieved what i want to achieve hopefully you know maybe i need more years than that you know i'll do what i need to do but hopefully i'll be in that position where, where i can just take a you know a back seat and these businesses have been built for me and they can kind of carry on the legacy but i've got business to do on that stage I, i've you know i've got to get that pro card i've got to be on that olympia stage at some point like i have to be so i'm just gonna ride that until we get there really I, th I think like i said this to you before josh it's uh it's not going to be a, a matter of if it's just going to be a matter of when and like if you combine someone that has you know we can't deny that genetically you have like potential to get there and then you combine that with the work ethic then it's literally going to be a case of the right the right time on the right day and that's going to be your route in so it's just yeah. persistence it's just persistence 100%. Just a matter of time. But it's the thing, I mean, that was the answer I was expecting based on that story of how the 1MR brand kind of was created around that first experience competing and stuff like that. So it's obviously such a cornerstone of who you are. For sure, for sure. Um, very, very cool. Um, yeah, I've got no doubt it's going to be the case. So that's, that's fantastic. And I'm sure you don't either. And then we'll have all of those road trips then. I know. I was literally just mapping out with uh, Joe earlier about trying to get to the US, but it looks like an absolute nightmare at the moment. Really, really. Are they opening borders or anything? Well, um, so I've seen I've seen Andre fly there. Andre just flew there. But I don't know yeah, whether he. Uh... I found a, like I've applied for an Esther, and we've like we've got all that stuff done. But I found this form that you have to fill out, which basically says that it has to be a certain reason for travel, and the reason we're going is not on the list. But apparently, oh, Joe's okay. found somewhere that says you can go now. So. I don't know what will happen. Maybe supplement needs will be able to like, like write, write, yeah, a, write a letter or something. It's for, for work sure. or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There's a few for options. Sure. I mean, you could go Canada and Mexico, just kind of sneak across. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just start paddling across now. That would probably get Joe shredded by the time he gets. <laughs> Maybe he's struggling with his weight, isn't he? <laughs> hey, he fucking um, spent the last five weeks of prep, first five weeks prep natty. Yeah. He, he just looks bigger and leaner every time I see him. Yeah, that, that's another one though. Like he's he's been another example of like checking in, thinking like, should my weight be dropping? Are we behind? Like, and it's just a case of just draw, going back to the drawing board and just disregarding what happens from a scale weight perspective and looking at what's happening visually. Because yeah. like your prep comparatively to this year, you're holding so much more tissue now that those body weight set points relative to the look are not going to be the same. And for him, it's like it's a different physique, it's a different body, yeah. it's a different level of muscle mass. So. 
he's at like 116 now and he's getting leaner every single day. You're at 109 now and you're getting leaner every single day. So relatively speaking, like the set points are going to be drastically different. Yeah, 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 of course. Mm. So in terms of, I mean, it's kind of a question kind of directed at both of you. I don't know, Cal might be able to answer it, but approaches that you've taken this prep that differ to the last one, you know, in terms of are you... Have you pulled more, like, as in just like pulled out more of the stops early on, or is it going to be based on how successful the off season was? Is have you actually used like less tools so far? I, I was going to say I, asked, I got asked this question the other day in a podcast. I think the only thing different is the drugs, right? It's less. Yeah. <laughs> it's just less, like literally, I'm just using less drugs or like or more methodically, right? In a in a better in a better stack design. Other than that, that's, no, that's awesome. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. The set point we maintained in prep in in the off season. Sorry, like you started prep in a much better position as well. Yeah, much better, um, much better. Yeah, and um, we didn't like there. I think there was at one point we had like a little bit of a a softer phase at one point of that push in the last kind of eighteen months. But for the yeah. majority of that time frame, you're in pretty good shape the whole time. Yeah, that first push up to one seventeen was a little bit soft, and then we came down to one oh five. And then back up to 116. And the 116s comparatively were just night and day. Like I had abs, I had veins in my shoulders. The other one I was just a bit of a blob. So, you know, it was a that was the only time they pushed it. But that was like a, a push up hard for that first push that we had. Come back down, you know, recover, get lean. And then we didn't push as hard this time in terms of body fat because we knew that we had this right here. And it worked so well because responded off the bat, really, straight off the bat. Yeah. I think the the whole the whole uh stat design side is then also just a case of kind of learning learning an athlete and figuring out what works and what doesn't from past experience and you know i think in that first prep because everything was relatively so novel for you it was like right well let's see what we can get away with here whereas in this prep we're coming into consideration of like i know where you need to be by the end of this run and it's just a case of slowly working our way up there Mm -hmm. it's it's, it's kind of a testament to the importance of having a successful offseason right i mean the amount of people that I'm sure you'll agree that treat the off season as literally an off season where they're just blah, putting a bit, bit less effort. It's just off, you know, I'm, I'm off season. So, you know, as opposed to, you know, it's like, and then they end up going into a prep and be like, okay, now I've got to make up some ground. Now I've got to go in more aggressively from the start with drugs, with everything. And it's like, versus the people that use the off season unbelievably productively, like you guys did. And it's like, prep can start not like, tamer because you're still on it but it's just like it's not so much more left over in terms of tools to use do you remember the the difference in your food between that last off season and this one um yes it was really really similar it was really really similar because i I see i seem to think now like in this this last push before this prep we didn't we didn't try and bully your weight up as much with force feeding and I yeah, think that's yeah, then sure. created a more responsive state when we pulled your calories down. Yeah, no, no, I think I agree. I think we, like calories obviously ended up 5,000 plus or whatever it is, but it was, there was no, um, like you said, it wasn't like a, a shovel every single every single meal, like dribbling out my out of my mouth every time trying to get that food in. Yeah, that was definitely something to do with it because the moment, like we dropped a, from 5,000 to 4,000 that first week and kilos, kilos were gone, you know, so mm. that was super responsive. The amount of people that are listening to this like prepping on four thousand calories, like what? Yeah. I mean, I'm still eating three, three six. I'm like, still eating three six. No, I'm jealous. Kilos. I'm on like three two, and that's like me just happy and maintenance. Peak, peak off season at three two. <laughs> but to be fair, like, I think my peak peak, I pushed up to like around four, and my body's just like it's good. Like don't push it from here, mate. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get bad. The um, I'm like, okay, which is weird, but then equally. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing because when you know I'm pushing body weight, I don't need to wreck my digestive system with like seven thousand calories. But yeah. in a diet, it's like I'll be like, drop it to two and a half, and it's like, gala, gala, and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. See, and they're like, it's like, yeah, maybe I'll get a bit leaner. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> and then after a few weeks, it'll be like, no, nah, I'm happy here now. I'll just maintain. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> so it's, uh, but then, yeah, it's the pluses of like, there's obviously pros and cons of both. It's just quite fun. I mean, it's just, it's just more, you know, you gotta, you gotta, there's gotta be the effort going in somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, 
Well, one thing I wanted to bring up, just in terms of like just a, a topic of, of discussion would be, obviously we were really close last time to winning that card. And I feel as though going into this season now, there is almost an expectation for you to turn pro. Yeah. In your mind now, do you do you overthink that? Is is that something that, that runs in your mind too much or is that something you try and block out? Um so he doesn't fold here where it's just like, oh my god, this is the first time we've had a breakdown. The only reason why I say it is because like I'll go on your Instagram, Josh, and yeah, I'll look but... at the comments on your on your posts and people, hundreds of comments like pro card, you're gonna turn yeah. pro, Olympia, stuff like that. And it's like that's a that's a good thing in a way, but it can also be really dangerous as well to think about that too much. For sure, for sure. I, I've always been like, don't get me wrong. I think about those things just just naturally anyway. I'm I'm, I'm an overthinker. So I, you know, I remember even 2019 that prep. Like I was messaging you with some wobbles. I'm like, am I even going to do this? Like, am I good enough? You know, and you had to give me a few pep talks. And I do get in those moments, but this year I'm a lot more mature for sure. Like this year I knew this expectation is going to be here. Like whether or not that pressure is going to be there, um, like. I think I'm pretty good at holding the people, the people's opinions that I need too close to me. You know, I don't really care about anything else other than what Kyle says, you know, like my girlfriend doesn't know enough about it. She just knows that she just says I look good. You know, my, my mum, she obviously does. She's not as in depth. as I don't really care about anything else other than what Kyle says. And it would bring in a good package because like you said, the hundreds of comments, like you just, it's, it's people who, and no disrespect to them because they're, they're, they're supporting me. They don't know who's turning up. They don't know who else is working. No one's working harder than you, Josh. You don't know that. You do not know that. Someone is wants it just like I do. Someone is hungry. Someone is has missed it by the smidge of their teeth last year as well. You know, there is always someone who's going to be that, and there could be a freak that turns up. So you've you've got to be like realistic. And for me, that's just cow. Like you just the sound of reason, right? And we like you said, we know where we stood last year. We know we're bringing seven plus kilos more tissue. That should be in my favor. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Like, I'm going to bring a better physique. And last time it was close. So this time it should be even closer. Let's fucking have a go at it, you know? And, and I have to disregard those people, unfortunately. As much as I love their support, like I can't take all those comments literally because it's it's superficial, you know? It's not real. But imagine that, right? I mean, I imagine that there'll be people that do. And then, it, yeah, it does work against him. Because, like, oh, sweet. I've got all these people telling me I'm Olympia worthy. So I'll just kind of coast from now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know people like that. I know people, you know, with millions of followers that are like that. You know, yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. I know some as well. Have a tantrum when they don't win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it's, yeah, I mean, it's dangerous. The um, but no, that's that's awesome because that's the thing. Like the discipline is so obviously there, and that's obviously so important. Um, and like ultimately the cornerstone of this whole process, right? You you have to be unbelievably disciplined, even when you're not motivated. Which everyone says these days but the um but obviously like you're not immune to the hardships of dieting and the whole process itself like it, it's i know you already mentioned there's been days where it's like this is it's hard you just crack on but are there any particular strategies that you do like like what does a day look like in terms of or like what does one of those days look like in terms of things you do to manage those feelings of like this is getting fucking hard is it just that vision of where you like where you're headed or are there actually things you do actively in those days to get like oh, I'm going to distract myself from this or whatever it is like anything yeah. that on that from um I don't know I don't necessarily know wherever I do I sort of I sort of get off on the pain a little bit I think like you, you kind of you know you embrace that suck as they say like when it starts getting hard like you kind of got this sick little thing in your head so i do anyway and i'm there like let's fucking go then right when you're doing 45 minutes of cardio your glutes are in already but you've got to keep up you and every step is hurting there's something in my head that's just like all right then this is this is what you've signed up for this is you make your bed and you lie in it type of thing you know i'm gonna be wrong like i space my meals out and I try and stay busy and, and all that stuff, but ultimately it's gonna it's gonna suck when you're there. So learn to suck it up and get on with it, or, or think about food all day. Picking up a sport, but that's yeah, picking up a sport. That's probably good advice. That was like again what I was expecting you to say. The, the, it's good advice for the people that succumb to that, you know, and they're like, oh, you know, you know, like it, it gets getting hard, so I just kind of. I'll take a break. I'll push a little bit less, you know, yeah. push as hard, whatever it is. And then there are the, uh, the cool outs. <laughs> the, um... 
thing that used to run through, like when I did that prep in 2019, the only thing that ran through my mind on those days was the the fact that like I would never be okay with losing at, or like not coming first and hearing that call out and then realizing in the back of my mind, I could have done a little bit more. Like yeah. if, if I lose, but I know I've given everything I had, it's like, sweet, you know, better man beat me. That's It is what it is. But if I lose and the first thing I think of is, fuck, I should have, you know, I should have stuck to my diet on that day or why didn't I push, you know, those cardio sessions for the last couple of weeks? Like that would eat away at me badly. Yeah, yeah for sure. I couldn't live with that. that- that's very, very true. And and I have that same mindset in, in math season, you know, like, and this is where a supporter of a partner goes, there'll be times it's 10 p.m. I want to go to bed. I've got this f- f- plate of food and I'm like, I, I cannot not eat this because if I don't eat this, this is going to like accumulate over time. There's going to be another bit I don't eat and it's going to have this effect down the line. So Amy's there. Come on, come on. You want to be a fucking pro or not? Like <laughs> jabbing me in the back. Uh, so like, yeah, like, like you said, like you've got to just envision if, if, if you want it that much, right? If you want it that much, because some people don't and they probably shouldn't choose that sport because it's, 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 it's important to know that when you get to that point of where it hurts and you don't feel great, that like you still chose that. You still chose to do that. You're doing this to yourself, right? So when it starts to maybe fall out into relationships and things like that, you've got to bring yourself in and understand you're doing this to yourself. You're putting yourself through this pain temporarily for something that you want that's going to be great. So if you want that, go after it. And if you don't, you're going to crumble. And on the topic of that, with with Amy, like how much of a part does she have in all of this in terms of like, be, not I don't want to say like being the glue, keeping it together, but that supportive partner can can like make or be- break a prep in, in my opinion. Sure. And she yeah. can be the shoulder that you need to lean on when you are having a bit of a shit day or she can be the person nudging you in the back saying, you know, do it, you know, don't, don't, don't second think that. Like how much has that played a part in the last couple of years? Yeah, I think like we've been, this is our three year anniversary just gone and it's, it's been, you know, it's, it's been unbelievable. It's the, it's the help that I didn't know I needed. You know, it's, I didn't know that I necessarily needed someone to be there to support me through times that were, you know, hard in bodybuilding because I was just like, I can get this done. I'm a bodybuilder, right? Well, guess what? Sometimes you still have a wobble and having that supportive partner, like, for example, it's been locked down since March. You know, we moved in together in August. You know, I moved out again in November. I haven't been there for three months now. She's except she lives on that house that I pay rent for as well on her own all day, every day, because she knows what I need to do. She knows she, she supports the dream. I need to come back here and I need to train. So I think that's super rare to find. And she's not into to bodybuilding, right? She's not a bodybuilder or a, she does CrossFit, you know, passively. So to find that in someone was, is truly invaluable. And yeah, hundred percent. It's been transforming in, in every, in every aspect of my life, business, you know, physique wise, everything. So truly grateful yeah. i love that that's that's cool so, so similar with hanukkah i mean hannah was an animal throughout your prep so there's some pretty tricky times in that prep i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's the same thing you know yeah. it's the same thing um, i i just found that i uh i had a tendency to go like really numb in, yeah. in that prep where it's like you just want to be in your own little bubble and it's like there's not too many things you can really think about at any given time and I just found yeah. myself like being very being very unresponsive and I'd, I'd suddenly like realize like fuck you know I'm, I'm I chose for to do sure. this so I need to I need to yeah. make sure that doesn't reflect within how I'm impacting other people as well yeah. yeah for sure especially when you've got a business to run and so much energy to give to clients and and and, and there's another person in the house like it, it is very difficult to find that balance mm-hmm. for sure uh, and no doubt I lost the balance and no doubt I'm going to lose it again, you know, but it's about supporting each other through that, through that, through that process, which yeah, that, you know, having that level of understanding and it's not what we're doing as coaches a lot of the time as well. Right. But the, um, I remember there was that time Cal where you came down to train and you were towards the end of prep and you were fucking dragging at that point. Yeah. Mate, I remember I like beat your head off. At one yeah, of yeah. Yeah. Man, I initially, my, my initial thought, I was like, dick. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, um, and then I was like, "Hang on, hang on." And I was like, "I know what this guy's yeah. going through." I, I, I can't remember what I said, but then like, I walked away <laughs> and I was like, "Why the fuck did you say that?" And I was like, "It's just like you're not like in yourself. Like it's yeah." Every time I went to train, I remember like I used to dislike training because I just feel so bad. But it's like I've just got to get through this. Yeah, that was that was pretty much what you said. I think it was something along the lines of like you just didn't want to talk to anyone when you get on there. And I was like, I haven't seen this guy for like three weeks. I was like, what? Um, the um, but then that was like the split second. But then my 
kind of thing kicked in. I was actually, you no, know, Cal's going through some shit here and he just doesn't need me to get pissed off about some of that. I was like, yeah, all that. <laughs> and it's like, you know, that's just comes with the territory in the same way you have clients that will kind of go through stuff and you, you know, they might say something and, you know, or similarly, if you're prepping, you might say something to a client. Hopefully they'd understand that's a bit riskier, but the, <laughs> but the, um, but yeah, that, that kind of understanding would be, which again is, you know, it's the mark of an awesome partner, like Amy, like Hannah if they've got that it's gonna it's gonna make things way easier because if they, if that partner doesn't understand what it, what you know what you're doing then it's gonna become a bloody nightmare in terms of you then have the stress of i'm like trying to prep but also i'm seeing my relationship crumble in front of me it's like you know that would be a nightmare um yeah you, like from prep to prep josh have you uh have you found the process easier in any way in terms of like the turmoil of prep or have you found it to be you know as the goal gets bigger then the prep almost gets more arduous in in nature um so far um like i i I, they're all fairly similar in how much they suck at the end i think i just you just become accustomed to it right you become more accustomed to it so you can deal with those those levels of fuckery for 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 a little bit longer and you know what's to come That's that's i think that's the thing that's gonna be different about this year is that 2019 was the first year that me and Amy had been through a prep or a first year that I'd been through a prep with a, with a partner in a good couple of years, um, or a good long time. We did, she didn't even know what to expect. She didn't even know what prep was. She'd been, she'd have off season me, calm it, like relaxed me the whole time. And then we went into this, this, this mode. Um, and this time we know what's to come. You know, I feel like I'm better set up. I feel like I'm eating more food, which psychologically is just going to help me regardless. Even if, like, regardless when your body fat is that low, it feels rubbish anyway. But just the psychological aspect of eating a little bit more food is going to help. Um, and just being a little bit much more mature and knowing that I'm, I'm ever, ever so close to, to that goal. Um, and enjoy this. Enjoy this moment because, you know, if it does end the way that we want it to end, it's going to be a sweet feeling. And I know that I want to make every day as sweet as I can until we walk up there. And then it will only be the beginning. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then it's turn a page and it's on to the next one, you know? Boom. The, um, that's the thing. I mean, where you say there's levels to it. I think that's the, the point. And, and, and that was kind of the question of those first few preps. Like, has it been a case of you've, you've got a little bit further each time in terms of like in the off season, you'll gain a little bit more tissue in the prep. You'll get that little bit leaner. So, that little that that bit of extra leanness that you achieve does that require that kind of you know that extra effort or is it being a case of you just consistently kind of got to that same point of leanness so you have that because you yeah. see that a lot with people like where i mean cows can be hard to top that when he competes next time it's just like pretty quick ounce on you but there are those people that they'll prep the first time like, oh this is fucking hard and then they get on stage and they're like Wow, I really am not that lean and then yeah. maybe the next time and they're like oh yeah i got a bit leaner and then maybe like is that being the case with you or is it have you always consistently kind of been able to push to that point um i think like i've never been in true condition and by true condition i mean the condition that you should be uh until 2019 that was my first year i'd ever done that i was peeled i could don't think i could have got any more off i think that was the leanest i'd ever been and in hindsight after getting that lean i didn't think i could get leaner than i'd ever been before and i got way leaner and in hindsight i had never ever been in shape for a show right because and i had done well because no one else had ever got in shape there's no two ways about it right like there's levels to the game and i was just at a lower level and i was beating people because i got lean and they did and and that was pretty much it but i was never ever that type of shredded so this is year that, you know let me do this year ask me the question again because <laughs> i don't think i can get leaner than 2019 so if i can get that lean again this year with the added muscle then i'd, I'd be content with that but yeah i mean I was so much leaner in 2019. That was the first time that I'd been in stage condition. So it's hard for me to make a comparison over multiple, multiple years if I'd never been in condition. Also, I was natural on the other one, so I couldn't necessarily dig any further than what I was doing when I was natural because yeah. that was brutal. And I, 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 didn't get le- I didn't get as lean as 2019 in 2017. In 2017, I was doing an hour and a half cardio every single day, two and a half hours on rest days. And I was oh. eating sixteen, and I was eating sixteen hundred calories a day with no fat, just protein. Three hundred grams of protein. Done. That was it. <laughs> but that, but that is the thing of like people. Again, they might look at that. Yeah, you know, maybe they judge themselves a bit too harshly at that point, and they go back and go, "Oh, I wasn't as lean in that prep, so I didn't work quite as hard." So no, you probably busted your ass. You yeah. Just, 
your body just wasn't capable of getting that. Yeah, that's exactly it. I just wasn't, yeah. didn't have the muscle mass or, yeah. or something along those lines. And yeah, yeah. So there's, there's times where you can, you can be harsh on yourself and then times where you can be like, no, I fucking worked for that. So respect it. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. It's like the level, the level you push to is kind of got to reflect the goal the expectation like obviously if someone is going in to compete and they're like i want to compete and the definition of competing is like doing something to try and win like you're gonna have to go there and if it's like i want to step on stage i would argue that's not cool competing people are being like yeah, I've, I've competed it's like yeah what did you do you just stepped saying you weren't actually competing by definition like you were just showing up just to go look at me i put you know i got a bit lean stood on stage like i don't think that's the same thing as the levels that we saw you guys push to and stuff like that and the, and the lessons learned from that. But obviously that isn't a bad thing. If someone's goal is, that's what I want to do. I just want to get up stage and, and do it, but I'm not, if someone's yeah. like, I'm shooting for a pro card, I'm going to put that level of effort in. Okay. You're being a muck. But if someone's yeah. like, I just want to experience that and I'm not that bothered about winning. And it's like, okay, well there's, there's no shame in that. Um, but obviously with what you're doing, it's got to be that kind of top tier, like, all or nothing um yeah. which, is, which is just fantastic and uh and it is cool because that's one of the things you know that i don't watch too many people's stories but i watch yours um because it's thank you well, i know but it's, it's, it's big, but one of the reasons being is because the um your work ethic i find is quite infectious so like you know see and it was like the other day when you put one up and you were like I've been waiting for this meal like all day or something, you know, for quite a while. And then you were like, okay, it's time. Like, there'll be so many people. And I can probably relate to that when I've dieted people. Like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm just fucking, I'm just going to eat now. And you kind of undo that. There's that, the lack of discipline there. Um, and it, But then you see like someone like yourself doing that and you're like, okay, look at what Josh is doing or what she, what he's achieving with this stuff. And these are the, these are the behaviors that underpin that. It's um that's why it's so cool to see that stuff because it is an insight into how the how you function how you how you uh, how you behave and ultimately that's when people can emulate that and they strive to emulate it they're probably going to see a lot of success in their own their own their own lives their own businesses so that's but yeah it's a cool thing to be able to see so I'd say appreciate it a lot thank you keep doing it keep doing it um but no, I don't know how how are we doing for time there Maybe about forty minutes forty five minutes. Give or take. I wonder what, but anyway. So, what's um, what are the uh, the the next few steps in terms of the prep? I mean, that's again question for both of you. Is, is it that you're just digging in, or is there going to come a point anytime in the next? I don't few know, Carlos. For you, you're going to hammer me home, or what? <laughs> no, we got a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a point where things start to escalate, but I think it's it's really important that that point doesn't get prematurely used in this prep because one thing we've got to appreciate the fact is that that first show is kind of the first door to open and there's another three more after that so yeah i think in that last prep we were forced to reverse start which did pay off but the emphasis being on we were forced to a reverse start there because you were very lean for a very long time yeah. and i think if we do come against someone who is on equal condition to you on stage, it's going to come down to a muscularity contest. And we've got to make sure that that eight, six, whatever kilos worth of stage weight we've added is actually full and presentable as opposed to just lean, but flat and we can't top you up. So, yeah. you know, I know that like, if I put in 45 minutes of cardio tomorrow and I bump your clamp to hundred micrograms a day and I put T3 and T4 in, you'd be peeled in two weeks. Yeah. You know, it, it would come really quickly. <laughs> but you've got to appreciate the fact that you know, it's all good and well being that lean, but we want to yeah. time that at the right time. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that that's like a misconception that people see, like, and I, and I know that people on social media being lean in prep is a good thing because it's great for videos, it's great for content, but you've also got to appreciate the fact you're competing to win a show. You're not competing to just look on Instagram and that exactly. then comes down to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I peak at the right time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, we're competing to look good on Instagram. There's nothing to win there. It's the point. <laughs> the um, yeah, unbelievable. But no, so dude, it was um, it was awesome to have you on. Um, thank you for having me. Thank on. you for putting the time aside, especially during the prep. Um, and um, I mean, for the people that don't know you, which I, I imagine people listening probably know you better than they know us. <laughs> the, um, where where can they find you? Um, and like what, you know, what are the things they should be looking out for? 
Yeah, you can uh, you can type my name Josh Bridgman into anything. You should find me. Um, I've got a podcast as well, Bridging the Gap. Uh, those are the two things that you can find me on. And YouTube as well, which is a big one, right? Yeah, and YouTube. So just type in my name to find me. Yeah, and that's the, I mean, that's another area which is cool because again, like the the stuff you put out on YouTube, the the kind of educational component to it is awesome because again, there's that. That lack of that side of things in a lot of those videos where you know you see people kind of documenting preps but there's no kind of extra um kind of information to glean from it rather than that insight into the behaviors and stuff but obviously with yours you get that extra bit of a uh, bit of knowledge and stuff which is cool um and good to see but where, no where can people buy the merch from josh no. <laughs> Uh, so at the moment, it's on tive.com, T-I-V-E.com. Uh, it'll be like the first one on there. You can do tive.com forward slash one mile, you'll find it. Uh, I've got a domain ready. Website's just been built and I've got to transfer the, the shoppings over. Um, but yeah, you, you can type in tive, you'll find me. Mm. And Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like the cut, when are these new cuffs coming out, you mentioned? Um they're gonna take a, they might take a couple of renditions so maybe maybe summer maybe june-ish if i can if i can like early, the earlier that i can get them done the better but we've got we've got a we've got a one of our drop in may which is gonna be like a sort of celebration of coming back to the gyms we've got a load of new pieces of equipment coming in um and then hopefully the cuffs will be done by june awesome. awesome well boys best of luck for the rest of prep and it was, thank you yeah, nice to have you on the um and yeah, I will be following closely as I'm, I know Cal's obviously running that shit, so he doesn't need to say anything there. <laughs> but, uh, but no, keep uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. It's awesome. And, um, Appreciate that, man. Thank you. So yeah, we will uh, we'll hopefully get you back on at some point, maybe in when once you turn pro, we'll get you back on, sweet. Yeah, IFBB Pro. Josh good deal. Me. Good deal. <laughs> but no, uh, we'll we'll put all the links and stuff that we mentioned in the uh, in the show notes and stuff, so you guys can find them. But we will catch you guys on the next one. Cheers, Josh. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Muscle Mentors podcast. Just a quick shout out to our sponsors who support the channel and everything we do in the realms of education and coaching within the industry. Firstly, our original sponsor, Supplement Needs. They've been with us from the start. If you're seeking the highest quality supplements on the market, particularly organ support and health orientated products, you can use code Muscle Mentors at checkout for 10% off your order. Precision Prep. Our recently introduced food preparation partner, delivering the finest quality meal prep across the UK, featuring their new Pro Prep range, a concept closely developed with us to solve an issue we see day to day with time limitations and nutritional compromise. If you're seeking the highest quality nutrition delivered to your door for the best price, look no further. Use code MUSCLEMENTALS at checkout for 15% off your first order and 10% thereafter. And lastly, RAR Optics, the highest grade blue lock blue light blocking glasses on the market with the slickest style in a world filled with artificial light particularly those with high screen time i can certainly say i'm one of them these can be a real game changer for sleep quality and recovery something we use personally on a day-to-day basis grab yourself a pair by using code muscle mentals at checkout for money off all orders once again thank you for your continued support until next time